0: So we went to ABT, and we suggested that the program, because the vast majority of dance students are not gifted to become professional dancers, how do we create a program that will give those who have the natural ability to become professional dancers to really get the basis and the strength to be able to to go forward? But how do we make the program an experience of growth for those who do not have the ability?
1: In this episode, I'm talking to Raymond Lukens and Franco De Vita about the ABT National Training Curriculum. Hello. Good evening, gentlemen. Or shall I say good, good afternoon in New York?
0: Well, we're in Florida, but it is good afternoon. It's noon here. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so it's it's wonderful to talk to you and thank you so much for your time.
2: It's a pleasure.
1: Raymond and um, Franco.
2: Yes, I'm Franco and I'm Raymond.
1: Gentlemen, I spoke to Alessandra um, Ashkenazi mm-hmm. and she told me about this wonderful program, this teaching program that you wrote. Could, can you please tell me uh, where c- where did the inspiration come to write this um, program, this teaching program at the ABT?
0: Well, it was a process and through our experience as teachers and so uh, it actually became it it came to fruition first uh, in Hartford Ballet and but then it started developing because they asked us to revamp their uh, teaching program for the students and so From there, we went on to Boston Ballet, where Boston Ballet then asked us also to start creating a program for them. But the thing became really big with ABT because ABT at one point was having a um, a meeting of the artistic staff of what would make the ideal dancer for ABT. And so there were several factors to consider and... Um, you wanted to make sure that there were dancers that were uh, flexible in their uh, ability to change from one style of dance to the other because there's so many different, the repertoire is so vast, and you have to jump from the classical repertoire to uh, Balanchine to uh, Twyla Tharp, Tharp mm-hmm. to Martha Graham uh, to Merce Cunningham. So basically, the, the company, the dancers, how do we create a, a situation where dancers? are stylistically flexible, but that they are technically so solid and so in tune with their bodies that they can actually uh, then uh, do the work without getting hurt. So prevention of injury was one thing and also establishing or defining what it was that made a dancer happy.
1: Oh uh, and that's important.
0: And that was important and healthy, healthy. so the the whole health aspect and the state of mind aspect was a very important uh, point. Then uh, ABT decided to have some research, and I was actually still in Boston Ballet, and I was called to go to Paris, the Paris Opera, to do some observation and research for the program. And that was pretty amazing. I have to say mm-hmm. that at the time, the director was Claude Bissy and she was extraordinarily generous, as was Galine Stock, who was the director of the Royal Ballet School. And with all of our other experiences, uh, we were able to put together the program in uh, with, with ABT. So we went to ABT and we suggested that the program because the vast majority of dance students are not gifted to become professional dancers. How do we create a program that will give those who have the natural ability to become professional dancers to really get the basis and the strength to be able to to go forward, but how do we make the program an experience of growth for those who do not have the
2: ability, which is the vast majority of the students. Because also when you form only professional dancer, we miss an audience. Exactly, exactly. And then making the love of dance to everybody, this is the future of the ballet, because then when you do a performance, the theater is sold out.
1: Yeah, and, and also then the, the, you, know, you, you have no misconceptions about this art form, because I think many people have quite misconceived ideas of what ballet really is.
0: The problem with ballet is that when it's done well, it looks easy. Yes. So, <laughs> so when people see it, they say, I can do that. Like that song yeah. of Cars Line, I can do that.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it yeah. must to be like that. But it's
0: beautiful when it does look easy.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. And, and you know, I've, I've been talking uh, to many artists over the lockdown period as well. And this was the one question that I've raised is that shouldn't we focus also, you know, on children educate and on children's education so that we don't just raise or we don't just focus on the education of of developing artists or musicians, but that we also focus on creating a new audience, you know, people who can really appreciate and value art, because I think that is the 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 point that we have to also realize that if they can appreciate the art, they will also value the art and the artist.
0: Well, there's also, not speaking, of e- speaking egotistically from the point of view of these
2: students, what did they get out of it besides enjoying a ballet. And it needs to be a very serious experience because a uh, ballet is serious. As music is. But also As- an enjoyable performance. Yeah. because uh, when uh, some uh, some of the teachers destroy the younger one, and, and then uh, you don't want to see a ballet, you don't want to see a concert you <laughs> yeah. but what uh, what is special in the a b t curriculum when we start doing the work with a b t we got oh my god, maybe more than twenty american doctors physiotherapists, uh, physiotherapist uh, um, children's
0: uh, needs, uh, women's needs, uh, a specialist in uh, orthopedics, uh, specialist in growth, specialist in nutrition. Uh, so we and uh, we really encompassed a huge uh, range of professionals to help us, Define what would make a healthy and happy dancer,
2: whether professional dancer or not, because so when you know exactly what has the characteristic of every single age, you can approach your teaching in a different way yeah
1: and the, but, yeah the thing is with with dancers um also they start at such a young age, and their bodies they they training their a uh, big part of their training happens really in that growing age. Mm-hmm. If I talk to, uh, talk about, say, they go to vocational school, um, it's that growing age where they where they do really intensive training. Whereas musicians, that mm-hmm. age of their lives, they still um, maybe at home or they're not. You know, they they can start really going professional when they're older or or training. Um, but with dancers, it's it's very young that they start. They've yeah,
0: professional pre professional training. Uh, I don't think there's a school that starts earlier than the age of ten.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Royal Ballet, I think, starts at eleven. We at ABT, we started at twelve. Um, but so, but that is also in relationship to the physical development of the human being because there's certain uh, uh, requirements in ballet where certain muscle groups needs to have been developed, and those muscle groups don't develop until on average on, for the human beings, especially the ones that turn out, do not develop in human beings on ages 10 to 12 on, in general. So um, that's why the pre-professional schools will not use younger children, also because younger children do not have logical thinking.
1: So, (laughs) they they
0: have magical thinking, so it is...
2: uh, And and it's important to keep this magical thinking. Yeah. Because this, in the future, can help a dancer to have a little bit more artistry and not only Mm -hmm. technique. Yeah. But
0: also talking from a, a practical sense, how do we speak to people in politics or school boards or... Why is this any good to do? Why is it important or beneficial for the general population to do ballet? And so studies have shown that um, the body brain connection is more fine tuned. So people who do ballet tend to age way better. Uh, the so the balance, the, ba- the understanding of balance, understand the body brain connection becomes uh, better. They're able to they're skills of organization reading mathematics all those other disciplines actually are improved by this uh discipline so there are Um, all these for example there's something really really uh, uh, simple a child that has problems reading there might be an issue of certain type of coordination in their growing up that did not happen and that Coordination is usually called the cross-lateral coordination, where you use effectively your right arm on your left side or vice versa. So when children do not get those kinds of experiences, the brain actually does not develop as well. So it is amazing how dancing can help on an educational level in general.
1: I'm so excited when you say these things because really this is what i'm I'm thinking this uh, i'm I'm really hoping that people can understand this and that they that all children you know I think all children should be able to do some sort of uh, art in schools that that if we start talking more and start making people aware that you cannot just let a child sit and do maths and and think that that is going to Create to, for them a, a, a life that the art is just so connected with us and so connected with all these subjects that it's so important that all children in all schools in the world have the opportunity to do one, some form of art and like you say dancing how we've got our bodies and and it's it's there to use
2: and and also when. Uh... We saw in our experience, and uh, we are teaching for a very long time now, and uh, all our students, not only when, uh, okay, you don't become professional because you don't have all the requirements, but you love ballet, but a lot of these students start loving music, art, painting, because it's uh, all-encompassing in a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: Before we say about uh, it's important to have an audience but also okay like in Europe maybe some of this uh, young dancer you don't become a dancer but you can become a politician yes Uh, in in America you can uh, become a very wealthy person and in America we go with both members giving us money we survive with private donation yeah, and uh, and in Europe through government donations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was very really clear because when uh, we start talking about start this program, uh, one of the board members, of ABT, she was uh, a Canadian lady, and she grew up uh, doing RAD method. And uh, but I think she got very good teacher because she never became a dancer, but she was in love with ballet, and when uh, at the meeting, Raymond and I we start talking about this new adventure, she was the first one screaming, we need to go with this two guys, we need to go, and she helped us uh, mm -hmm. to push the other board member, but also to put her own money on the program.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but uh, it's, uh, it's exactly like you say, it's you know when when it's people when the politicians and when everybody in power st- uh, had this opportunity or the knowledge or the appreciation, then the arts would be such a more important um part of our lives. but uh, but it's you know it it needs we need for people to understand that, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is wonderful! I'm so excited about <laughs> everything you're saying because it's really things that I've been thinking and talking about all this time. But now, you both were, were dancers. Yes. Sir. Yeah. And uh, how did your career start, Raymond? How did you start with ballet?
0: I started with ballet late. Yeah. Because I was an acrobat. Oh, okay. And my acrobatics teacher said, You've got to take ballet because mm-hmm. you have to develop better line when you do the acrobatics. And he actually l- adored ballet. He was uh, an absolute uh, f- huge fan of Maria Tallchief. Uh, he adored Maria Tallchief, so he said, No, you've got to take ballet. So uh, then when I started taking ballet, they said, Oh, you know that you're gifted for ballet. So one thing led to another. And I then started working with the Harkness Ballet as a trainee. Uh, and then I went to Buffalo, New York, because there was a company being formed there um, that was being used as a vehicle for Nureyev, Rudolf Nureyev, to go for on tour. And so that was a really magical experience because we had Bronislava Nijinska, David Lishin, Alicia Markova um Hans Brenner from the Royal Danish also wow. it was an incredible um uh moment and that's where I met my dear old friend uh Eva Jokimova who became really really close friends for me until she passed away and um then I when I was in Europe I just got job offers and I met him in Belgium but then oh, wow. he can tell you, uh your story a
2: little bit yeah my it was an accident.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because
2: uh, my dream was to do ballroom, uh, mm-hmm. cha-cha-cha, pasodoble, tango, and I asked my mother, and uh, she spoke with some friend, and I find myself uh, in the Royal Conservatory in Belgium at eight, sit down on the floor, stretching and flexing <laughs> my feet, oh, okay. and I. <laughs> I said, no, 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 I'm not going back. (laughs) This is not what I want. uh, Old school, my mother said, oh, no way. You asked to go. I signed you in September. You need to finish in June, and then you don't go back. But you can say after the first day, I'm not going back. And luckily, I never say enough thank you to her. uh, And then from there... uh, smart mother a teaching commitment
1: <laughs> yeah. well, and then
2: from there uh, my life was uh, this design. predestined i guess <laughs> I, uh, he yeah. started he actually joined the company he
0: was 15 and a half you know we specified
1: wow Wait, in, in, in um in belgium
2: belgium royal ballet de wallonie
1: wow
2: because my teacher was the director of the company and the director of the school of the conservatory, oh, conservatory. Mm-hmm. She didn't and he was a state schooler and uh free of charge mm-hmm. then uh, I think we was maybe 30 35 younger one when we started eight and we graduated in two really because every year it was a selection. Because yeah, that, yeah, it was a government school, and then you don't need to uh, pay the bills. Pay the bills. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. But now uh, this, uh, uh, the to the time when you did your training, can you now can you say there were things that you think back now and say mm, that was not so good for your bodies, or that was not good for your training? Is that could that be also why you had this idea of of really working and seeing if you can, um, or if dancers can benefit in the long run?
2: I think in the past, uh, because we exactly, it's not it was not my teacher or the old teacher thought, uh, we don't know exactly how to do stretching in a safe way. Uh, the teacher was uh, mean, uh, very mean. It was a <laughs> philosophy to, Take you down to brought you up to build you up. Yeah. Yeah. Then I I remember uh, the last year of graduation. I was with uh, my friend because we start together at eight, uh, and uh, both of us we cry before going into class because we was so scared, and Mm -hmm. I think this was not good. Mm -hmm. Lucky we just love it, but on the way uh, somebody else. To stop, yeah, and and you need to 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 go into your ballet class, into your training, because you love it and mm. you enjoy it. But when we were dancers, it was very rare
0: to, the dancers did not have the legs up to them like this. It was just mm. a few, and it was not uh, this exaggerated technique that you see uh, happening uh, in the last. Uh, Three decades, I guess,
2: but um, I don't know when the body can do more than what we see now. (laughs) But that's one of the reasons that the
0: studies were done because so many dancers um, were having problems with uh, drug substance abuse, drug or alcohol, etc. So that means that there was a certain stress. Then uh, a lot of this started happening happening in the 80s, I guess, yeah. in the 70s and late 70s and 80s, and and um, because our generation, we didn't really go through that.
2: It was a generation after ours. That we yeah, we went- don't go to that. But uh, I remember in the company, not in the school, in the company, every Friday, one by one, we was in the director office on the scale.
1: Oh, I see in the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So then, if, uh, if you were gain wage,
0: you didn't get paid but he was always underweight, so the director would bring cakes and make
2: them
1: eat. Oh, I see, okay. <laughs> but it was a period
2: when uh, the director of company told yes. you, you need to lose weight. I don't mm-hmm. care how, just lose it. Yeah. But like the so women in the 80s, then it was a little worse huh? mm-hmm. because people start say, okay, maybe when you start smoking, you can lose weight. When oh, you yeah. take this really can help then uh, it was a tough time for some, particularly because we know, and now in the ABT curriculum, because we've worked with so many doctors, we know it's normal when a girl has 15, 14, she put a little weight, it's Mm -hmm. normal. And then when you arrive at 19, 20, 21, slowly it go away. Then it's not healthy to start doing this crazy diet at yeah. a young age, because it's dangerous for uh, your health later on, but uh, really for the yeah. girl.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um, and and it's it's such a pity that more, it, it's still happening. It's still happening that there are girls um, suffering from this from where it started at that age. You know, where they were made aware of that their bodies turning more feminine is not the right shape. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, I understand that. But now- we, uh,
0: Sorry, I was saying we see our dancers in the company at ABT that after the holidays, the girls, they have gained weight, they, they look really nice and plump. After two months of rehearsals, they're. <laughs> because there's so much work, they and they eat like crazy, but they lose. And also, we like... need
2: to train uh, the the like in uh, in the ABT school, like most of the school in the world. Uh, you have ballet class, but you have also nutrition class with a nutritionist uh,
1: because oh, really? uh, mm-hmm.
2: it's oh, yeah. very important. You need to eat, uh, like Raymond said, when you don't put gasoline in a car, it doesn't go. It doesn't go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our body is the same, but it's some of the food uh, we don't need
0: mm-hmm.
2: because it's not anyway not only for a dancer. And uh, I remember my first year at EBT when you start doing this session with a nutritionist. Uh, I decide to invite also the parents, not only the students. Yeah. And uh, some of the parents came back to me and say, "You know what, Mister Devita." the whole family changed the way we are eating. Really? And uh, I think he was beautiful. But like Mm -hmm. Alessandra said to you, because she sent us your interview with her. And also with all of the medical side uh, with the curriculum, we know how not to push the student too much because some teacher, when you have a talent, the teacher go crazy and mm-hmm. stop pushing the younger one. And it's not good physically and it's not good mentally. Mm.
1: Now, I definitely agree. And this is sometimes these videos that you see on YouTube, um, these very, very young girls doing these extraordinary things. And you just think, how long will these bodies um, be able to handle that?
2: And, and where is your future? Because uh, when you do all this ballerina variation at 9, 10, 11, what are you doing at 20? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And, and we know a beautiful girl. She did, I don't know how many competitions, and the mother was crazy about competition. And uh, she won everything, but she never got a career, she never became a professional dancer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There, a mm-hmm. there was another a girl who actually
0: uh, came to the ABT program in the summer, and we give our little textbook of the healthy dancer to the, to the, to the dancers, the, the students. And she read the book, and she was a teenager, and she was not interested uh, that much. Then she actually joined the Birmingham Royal Ballet, and after a year with the company, she said, "This is not what I want to do. I'm really? not happy." Mm-hmm. She won Moscow. She won. She's gone into medicine, and she had she holds these symposiums and she brings out our little book.
1: Uh, really? really,
0: this is our our little book, The Healthy Dancer.
1: Oh wow! And where uh, is that available?
0: It's it's available on the ABT website, okay. abt.org. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'll put, the link, I'll put the link in the description of the video because I think this is um, wonderful that there's an actual book that you can... And, and all the information um, about the program, is, is that in this book?
0: No, this, uh, this is the, the health... Uh, okay. The, the actual book of the program is another book. which it's is a big one. It's this big one.
2: But this one, uh, you get this one only when you do the program.
1: Oh, I see. Okay,
2: the now, healthy dancer book anybody can get.
1: Now, um, this is so amazing. And ideally, I think, it, wouldn't it be wonderful if every ballet school, if every teacher in the world, have this knowledge and the way of teaching? But the, there's still also teachers who have been taught a specific way, and they. Are also still teaching in that way because they don't really know uh, different, or they think this is this is how to, to raise or how to, to educate in, in ballet. But now, um, how do you how is it possible to do this program that you are t- teaching, this teaching program? Say for instance for somebody with a ballet school.
0: Uh, you can go on the ABT website, abt.org. And then from there go education and training. There's other uh, tabs, education and training. And then on education and training, there is a national training curriculum, or it might say um, it might say uh,
2: courses for teachers.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, and uh, we before we hold uh, hold uh, the program in New York, huh? But with this pandemia, we learned how to do it on Zoom. Really? Last, last year, we did 10 program for teachers on Zoom. And it was incredibly successful because uh, not everybody has time or money to come to New York and spend uh, 10 days and then 7 days and 7 day, And we got people from... Uh, Asia, from Australia, mm. New Zealand, South Africa, mm. India, India, doing the program. China, because Korea, And uh, now for 2022, we are planning, we hope so, we are planning to go back and do program live, in New York in the studio, but yeah. we will keep doing a uh, program in Zoom because uh, yeah. we, we le- this pandemic is terrible, but we learn So much we can do. So many different. Yeah. Incredible.
1: I mean, look here. We are talking to each other, and it wouldn't. It. I. I didn't even know of the existence of Zoom before the pandemic. You know, so.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we are not so young. In the beginning, it was difficult to learn everything new. (laughs) But I. I was uh, from uh, January to May, mm-hmm. one of our teachers got a terrible husband. He was a doctor and he died in the beginning of the pandemic in New York. Um, and then suddenly fun. she said, I need uh, to have some time off.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I was asked to take her. Uh, and I was teaching the, this younger group, uh, 11, 12, uh, three times a week. And oh my God, it was so special to see Mm -hmm. this little girl and this little boy home in the living room, some in a little New York apartment, and working so hard with such an enthusiasm. It was beautiful.
1: Well, I spoke to um, a ballet teacher of the Royal Ballet during uh, this uh, lockdown time, and she said that she was teaching uh, her students also over Zoom. And she said what was so amazing was that they were suddenly now in an environment where they are feel so comfortable, and the, everything was just a little bit more relaxed. But um, but they were they were working so hard, and they were really giving so much, and. And I think it, we, we should also treasure that, you know, that this, this time had brought that um, together with the sadness and the hardship and so on. But they were very sort of positive moments that we probably will not again, you know, relive.
0: There, it, I'm not only in ballet, but I think in education in general, children who are um, closed, who are uh, uh, don't have very good social skills, um, they actually flourish during this
1: period. Yeah. Mm. Because um, you
2: don't see, you don't didn't have either. the peer pressure.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I have a daughter who has Asperger's and syndrome, and she loved it because she didn't mm-hmm. have to deal with all the outside um, stimulation, you know? So she was, she was enjoying the time, uh, the isolation time. But um, so now, and th- this is so wonderful, and you are still actively teaching uh, this program yourselves. Um, and and um, if, say, for example, is, is this a syllabus, or is it you still, if you do the RAD exams, or is it now a specific exam uh, curriculum that you have?
0: Okay, so we do not have a set syllabus. It's okay. not like RAD or the Chiquetti Society or the British Ballet Organization. It's, it's, we just have a guidelines of what would be logical to do at different stages of development and uh, how one movement develops into the next movement into the next movement so that there's a, a logical building block progression but we uh, allow the teachers a certain amount of flexibility and they build the syllabus according to their student population,
2: because the we, needs of the student population. We have a certain uh, <clears throat> curriculum you need to cover before the end of the year. Okay. But how you cover huh, is you. We, during the program, we help the teacher to, to do that to. And, uh, and we got a lot of uh, R.A.D. and Shekated Tisha did the program.
0: And Russians. We, went, and we Russian. did this in Russia. We did it in St. Petersburg.
1: Really? In yeah. So you travel, in... you travel over the world to, to teach this as well. So you go yes. to different countries as well.
2: And yes. now in 2022, we will be for uh, the whole month of uh, August in Sweden, in Gothenburg, at the National Ballet School. To do the three session of the teacher training program.
1: Oh, I see. And, well, we've already we...
0: done it. We've done it in uh, in Basel in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. We've done it in Italy, uh, in Florence and in Fort Lee. We've done it in Lima, Peru, in Mexico, Mexico uh, uh, Uruguay, uh, Monterrey, Mexico. Uh, where else? Wow! Uh,
1: and how do we get you in Vienna? In what? How do we get what? you to come to Vienna?
2: We would uh, love to come to Vienna. To, to ABT. Really? Come start a, in ABT. He
0: actually, he comes from the Sud Tirol in, in Italy. He's from... Really? I'm a, I'm a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> in
2: fact, uh, my family was Austrian before. So huh? 1920, they were in Austria.
1: Really? Yeah. But, but then you have to come. Then you have to come to Vienna. We love have to... to- yeah, we have to um, to arrange that somehow, or we have to send out some sort of wish or uh, vibe that you can come to Vienna. That would be wonderful.
2: We have how many certified teachers in the world? God, I don't know.
0: Uh, quite a lot. There's teachers all over the mm-hmm. world that are certified. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, yeah. But Vienna, would love to. But I, I can email you the information with whom you need to uh, Contact in the administration. Yes, yes.
1: I mean, I don't, I'm not sure how I can do it, but I have to, you have to come to (laughs) Vienna. This is such a wonderful project. What Uh, is fantastic uh, uh, is uh,
2: to have the teacher coming back to us uh, and say, what do you, which is the result I can got making, working with the curriculum, working in a different atmosphere in the schooler. Uh, how much more the students are happy, the parents are happy, and uh, automatically when you are happy, you, pr- you progress your improvement, go faster.
1: Yeah, and of course it's an art form, it should be, it should bring enjoyment. You know, it should be hard work of course to, to get to the standard, but it should also be enjoyable.
0: Well, some of the studies that we follow that we're showing that when people are having a good time, the neurons connect by five hundred percent more efficiently than they do mm-hmm. when they're not having a good time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, and one example that one of the doctors said, which I'll, I always repeat to people to the people who do the course is, when you try to when you go to school and you try to learn a little poem, it is such hard work. But children will memorize the entire script of a movie of Walt Disney and they'll sing yeah. every song, new every and it, that's a lot, that's a big script, and they memorize that whole thing. Yeah, and it doesn't even they enjoy it rather than the and it's still a big effort to memorize all of that. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, so the doctor was saying when you're having a good time, it's actually easier to learn than when you're not.
1: Yeah. No, that makes total sense. Yeah, I think this is this is why I also think this is amazing work that you are doing, and um, and I would so love to to see that you know, and and you you go also to uh, to vocational schools, to to ballet schools. Not just it's not just for um, private ballet teachers.
0: We've had uh, teachers from. Most of the major institutions do the course. Uh, for example, uh, Diane Van school who Oh was yeah, director. I know. D-Diane, when she retired oh. from the Royal Ballet School, the first thing she did was come and did the ABT program. Really? Did the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, my we were children were
1: my children were there when she was still at the Royal Ballet School.
0: Know, yeah. mm. And uh, so we've had uh,
2: dancers and teachers of the Mariinsky do the course. Okay? We we. Because when we started with this new program, one of our board members was very generous. And he said, I will pay for all the ABT alumni want to come back and do the program.
1: Oh, I see.
2: We got so many ex-ABT dancers to come back. But it was like Martin von Hamel, Susan Jaffe, big star came back to do the program. And uh, when uh, we, in the beginning of the close down, uh, of the lockdown, lockdown, ABT contact us and say, we want to offer this uh, to our uh, company member because it's nothing to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, in a way it was excellent because we did it with a company member, but it was uh, also a way to learn how to do it on zoom oh yeah and uh, we got more than 60 dancers from the company came to do the program
1: that's amazing and was it beneficial for them as well
2: well that they one
0: comment that we received uh was one dancer said we had no idea that you actually had to prepare so much to teach
2: Really? We thought that you would just come in and improvise, and (laughs) no. And and, then some of the dancers said to us after we did the program, uh, when we take class, uh, we don't just take class to warm up and to feel good. We start thinking about all we learn, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, our technique improves.
1: Really? Because
2: our focus is not only just to do an exercise.
1: But, you know, I think this is also something that's important because technique, I understand, you know, technique is is very important because it also prevents injury and it's also important to do it the right way. But for me, sometimes I think it's also there's like I spoke to a musician a few days ago and he said as well, it's like there's a time to to focus on the technique, but then there's also a time to just, Play, you know. Also, a time to just play the piano, not 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 just think about the technique all the time. And I think it's the same with dance. I think there's a time where you really focus on the technique, and then there has to be a time where this artistic um, uh, feeling or this art artist uh, artistry comes in, and then you just dance.
0: But being an artist is also a technique because you have to understand. Uh, you understand how your body is going to communicate something so sometimes if you watch a really wonderful actor who basically does almost nothing but just a little bit of an eyebrow or a little bit of them you could start reading all the emotions or maybe the thoughts that they're going through that so of course in dancing in the theater we have to do it with our bodies in a bigger way because it has to communicate far away, mm-hmm. but how do we communicate with our bodies complex emotions? So mm-hmm. we have to have also the technique of understanding how to communicate the human condition. So that we touch audiences on an intellectual level, on an emotional level, and on an aesthetic level. So there's those three aspects that we have to somehow touch the
2: audience to uh, to get across a message yeah. and because, like you said before uh, when you go on youtube uh, y- you see this incredible technical dancer uh, but only technical and what we try teaching is to make our dancer uh, to understand uh, it's good to do uh difficult tricks uh, but when you walk out of a performance and you just enjoy it. You are happy. You saw something beautiful, but you don't remember how many pirouettes the dancer did, how many fouettés, how many jumps. Then it's because the dancer is giving you everything—the whole package. You when cannot you,
0: analyze it, but you can't analyze it, and you're just transported. And you say, "Did they have high legs?" It's, I don't know. Did they have? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I don't know. It, it was that is you know it's funny cuz we um we know daniel simkin and uh we actually helped him get into abt when he came and daniel is a technical monster he's insane he is but D- daniel was so in tune with his artistry uh you know onegin from cranko he did lensky i don't think i've ever seen it ever done as beautifully as he did it with mm-hmm. the level mm-hmm. of emotion and, um, and technique <laughs> and, t- and of course the <laughs> impeccable technique but that technique also afforded him the freedom
2: to right. really mm. be able to to transmit what was necessary yeah, in that role yeah, yeah it's one of the dancers really using uh, it's incredible technique for the artistry
0: mm.
2: but i remember oh. we we was in new york uh, and ABT was a Swan Lake weekend, and we was at the Met every night. And uh, we was walking and we saw Marcelo Gomez coming down. And uh, we said to him, oh, your performance yesterday was magic. And I said, the moment when after the Black Swan Pas two, de you realize- uh, You've been tricked. And you run <laughs> at the door. I say, what a magical moment. And then I go, oh, sorry, Marcelo, I'm talking about, he say, no, this is an incredible compliment for me. Really? Because it was a magical, you really believe the story. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. Um, but this pro, pro, uh, program, does it evolve? Do you still now add things or find new things or find new information?
0: Yes, uh, the uh, it's... We call it a living document, yeah. And and the doctor, in
2: fact, we we is is a binder. It's a binder. Then we can change uh, change and make some,
1: uh, yeah, yeah,
2: some different. Because uh, you regularly you need to make some change Yeah,
0: there are new discoveries, new things that we see, uh, and also because sorry, a minute. Because we
2: go around uh, to do because we do exam too. Oh, okay. Then we go around examining. And then when you go around examining, you see sometimes you need to make some change.
1: Yeah. So the teachers who do this training, they also get updated every time you you let them know.
2: Yeah, but we have also so many teachers after you did your qualification. Yeah. The the teachers are coming back to audit the program okay, because uh, a lot of teachers find very beneficial because you come back uh, you don't need to think about the examination and all this stuff uh, you just come and listen and people say some people come and do the auditing three four times really and then uh, sometimes we do like we did it in zoom uh, three months ago and a refreshment with Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a refresher with the National Ballet School in, in Gothenburg,
0: Sweden.
1: Oh, I see. Well, this is so interesting, and um, uh, it is so wonderful to, to hear this work that you are doing. And it's, It looks as though you are so dedicated to get this program out and, and to get people aware of it. And, um, but can I ask you something on a lighter note? Uh, what do you do in your spare time?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the moment, because uh, we're retired, we move uh, when uh, it was possible to go out of the city of New York.
1: Yeah. We
2: moved to Florida. We mm-hmm. have a beautiful home, a lot bigger than our apartment in New York and uh, with a lot of space, a beautiful pool, uh, then we enjoy our life a little bit.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and gardening and things like that.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, and I saw a cat also in the background, a little bit, there's a cat?
0: Yes, Dolce, yeah.
1: Uh, Okay, (laughs) yeah, I saw the cat, (laughs) but... um, but gentlemen, it was so lovely to talk to you, and I really wish that you could come to Vienna and do the uh, training here as well. And um, and uh, and I hope to to one day meet you in person. That would be, be so be great.
0: Fantastic.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. And I will send you the uh,
1: information uh, for the contact at ABT. Please, that would okay. be great. Yeah, good. So have a lovely afternoon. Have a lovely lunch, and a lovely afternoon. You and, too. And
2: actually, I, we will uh, tonight. We go to Sarasota to see Sarasota Ballet. Oh, performance. Spoke,
1: yeah, I spoke to Ian a while ago, and will you yeah. send? Him, will you please send him my regards?
2: Okay, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Mark, uh,
1: his, his yeah. wife is called Margaret, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Margaret from... was lovely. In July, we did a master class for yeah. the summer program, and Margaret cooked lunch for Raymond and me.
1: Uh, really? It was
2: lovely.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's also South African. I'm yes. also South African, yeah. So, um, it's, but please, yeah, please send them my regards. He's such that I I haven't met her, but I also spoke to him on Zoom a while ago. So, such a lovely man.
0: And they've done a phenomenal job. The company is absolutely beautiful. Really. Yes.
1: But that's great. Okay. So, but um, we will meet each other soon, as I'm sure.
2: Okay. Perfect. Okay.
1: okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye Bye-bye. bye bye